Welcome to Let's Get Bitchin', your go-to spot for movie wrap-ups, media reviews, and everything you didn't ask for but are getting anyway. What are you waiting for? Let's Get Bitchin'. Hello everybody and welcome to Let's Get Bitchin'. As always, I'm your host, Genesee Gabrielle, and this week we have a super special episode coming for y'all. We have another Let's Get Crackin' crossover event. Uh, so excited for y'all to hear it. I recorded with Ernell and Devin over at The Good Kraken uh, talking about the newest Marvel movie, Shang-Chi. So I hope y'all enjoy it. We had a fucking blast. As always, it is a wild time with the three of us. So here it is. What's happening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Good Kraken Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the five-star man, Devin Stanford. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and the queen of bitchin', Genesee Gabriel. Welcome back. Hello. Welcome back. We missed you. We missed you. Hello. Hello. I missed you guys. Devin, what'd you, what'd you ban a bong bar? Was that, was that, was that purposeful? <laughs> yes, uh, the account was created August 17th, 2021, and the account has been suspended or deactivated already. Sick. So you're the best. You're the best. Stoop, yeah. Ghost, Stoop Ghost is good. Stoop Ghost in the chat. Yeah, yeah, I saw that already. Cool. Sick. Sick. Just making sure. Genesee, how have you been since the last time we had you here? Hello. I have been good, man. Last time I was here, I was in Utah. Yes. So I'm back in Portland, so my life like ultimately went up in quality. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to go see Shang Chi with you last week. We did. It was so exciting. It was so eventful. <laughs> we had the greatest fucking time. I'm sure we're gonna dive into it a little bit deeper as we kind of like go into things here. But you, mm -hmm. so you, you, you went to Utah, and I remember you saying that you visited your friend. That like your bestie, yeah, my your best bestie, friend. bestie. Yes, 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 yes. How was the trip the overall? Man. Uh the trip overall was hot and good. <laughs> it was hot? I mean, Utah is <laughs> hot. It's so warm. Yeah. It yeah. Is, but other than that, it was wonderful. Um, I don't normally get to see him because he lives in Utah and I live, you know, various different places depending on my mood. Um, and let's be honest, depending on what degree I'm chasing. So uh, <laughs> we get to see each other like maybe once a year. So that was awesome. And we did like lots of fun stuff. We went to quite a few different filming locations. We went to um, uh, the the Salt Flats, which is where they filmed the, um, yeah, the yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the, I think the, the third crab, one. The where crab when, scene. Oh my God, the little um, crabs, the little rock crabs. I, <laughs> yep, yeah, which was in Davy Jones's locker, um, which was wild. And that's also where they set like all of the like world's speed races for like land racing, something like that. He he had all the facts. I was just along for the ride. But so it was really cool. We also went to high school musical filming locations. And we bowled where they bowled in High School Musical, the musical, the series, season one, episode question mark. <laughs> because I can't remember what episode it was, but it was super fucking cool. Yes. Um, but of yeah. Course. Of course. Yeah, of course. So it was a lit trip. And then we came home and like my fiance's entire family visited us and my little brother visited us. So that was a wild time. We had the family here for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then I just basically chilled out and worked for a month. 
And then last week, we planned all of our activities in a four-day period. So we saw the Jonas Brothers. We went, to a con- or we went to a premiere with you guys. And we went to Seattle because we don't know how to spread out our events. <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's just eventful, lots of time, lots of fun things. You know, our, yes. our boy Garrick actually went and saw the Jonas Brothers. And I actually, I think he actually has the exact same hoodie that you have that you got from it. The like tan colored one. Yeah. 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 He, he freaking has it. He has that damn hoodie. And I, I didn't yeah. think about it until I was like rewatching our that. our last episode with him. And I was like, holy shit, that's that's it. That's they that's were, the hoodie. They like, were both there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's he was amazing. In, uh, he was in Utah. Yeah, he's he he's it. in Utah. So I think he saw it, I think like the oh. like two days after you did, or a day oh. after Wait, you did. Is that the that's not the same person that was on with us when I came on last time, is it? Mm-hmm. Is that, uh, it is the same person? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Garrett, okay, yes, I know him. Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. So he, he was talking to us about it. Um, and it was, it, was, it was funny because I was doing, like, the video editing after the fact. And I remember, like, seeing the hoodie that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. And then I remember like in my brain, I was having a disconnect and where I had seen that hoodie prior. And I was like, where the fuck am I recognizing this hoodie from? And so I, I like was racking my brain out. And then I remember like, there was one specific moment where I think like you and Naomi were like walking like beside us. And then like, you kind of like moved af- ahead of us a little bit. I remember seeing the back of your mm-hmm. hoodie and being like, Oh, that hoodie's fire! Like, <laughs> that hoodie is trippy. It is a fire ass hoodie. Yeah, <laughs> it's super fucking cool. It's actually like probably on my floor somewhere, not far. But it's um, yeah, it has like this really cool picture of them. So it's like this like weird kind of tan hoodie that has like this badass picture of the Jonas Brothers. But like the background of them was removed, and it just has flowers all behind them. It's lit. Mm, Hell yeah. Mm, I'm going to have to make yeah. a custom a custom one of those. It'll be my my own custom Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I'll just make a... Make a... But like, put like Devin on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll be the, the, the Brevin Brothers. The Brevin yeah, Brothers. Yeah, see, look, the hand's already pointing. Pick me, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect because instead of guy. picking you, my dude, yeah. we're picking Shang-Chi because this is the Good Kraken Podcast. And Your choice. Oh, yeah, I hate you. For all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're watching live, you can submit questions and topics to tinyurl.com slash gksubmissions to be a part of the show. If you're having a good time so far, you can watch us record the show live and ad-free by following and subscribing right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can catch our episodes on your podcast service of choice at 8 a.m. the next day but you can also support us by going to our youtube channel by clicking the link in the about section of our twitch page right down there below our faces right down there and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there Damn it! we got some plan to work my guy all right so here's the deal okay we did a shang chi 
uh, review with Xander and Garrick on Saturday. And you can watch that on our YouTube or on our Twitch, both as VODs. Uh, they're openly accessible to all of you. I've got my headphone cable in dangling my hand left and fucking right uh you can watch the episode there we do kind of get into a little bit of spoiler territory there where we kind of dive into some some of our own favorite parts and parts that are like more remarkable in the movie tonight in contrast is going to be slightly different we're going to be diving in very deep as one would say maybe too deep Anyway, so uh, our next thing is make sure uh, to go and follow and review our podcast as well as the lovely Genesis podcast for Let's Get Bitchin'. Go check that out. Follow, rate, review. Reviewing and stuff is the only way to break the goddamn algorithm these days, apparently. And we're trying to get our podcasts, plural, um, into... Oh, oh Xander's rating us. The, oh, my God, Xander. Oh, hi. We love you, man. Guys, we love ball. you, Xander and Jagger. Oh, my God. We love you guys. So we, we yeah. are getting into full, full, like, modes into where our, we're wanting our podcast to get into the ears of other people, okay? And the only way to do that is to rate and review us. Even if it's dumb shit, just make sure you five-star because you love us. And we love and you, And I'm too. the five-star man. So, yes, exactly. Devin yeah. is the five star man. It is a proven scientific fact that he is the five star man. And as uh, one piece of shit, Ben Shapiro would say, facts don't care about your feelings, I guess. Well, it's funny how that how that like weird ass backwards, you know, motto doesn't work whenever we want to make it work. When he wants to make it work. <laughs> Use the Twitch do better and the sub off Twitch hashtags on Twitter continue to support the movement of marginalized creators getting hate rated left and right on fucking Twitch. It's a goddamn disaster. Make it not happen anymore. Please, please. I'd like to be brown in public and not like have people say trashy, shitty things <laughs> to me about it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It'd be great. It'd be great. I get it. You know, I get it. I get it. I have, I have, I have, Gained a lot of weight since high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm killing it tonight, guys. I'm killing it. We're, I'm, I'm here it's with the energy. Great. I'm fucking bringing it. I'm fucking bringing it tonight, guys. It's great. Anyways, <laughs> let's get into the yummies here, okay? So the way that we're doing this tonight is that we are going to spend a little bit of time here. Kind of going over some very top-level general thoughts. We read off your guys' reviews that you guys sent to me on the episode on Saturday. They were very brief. They were very, you know, very just kind of surface-level stuff. I want to dig more into why you guys gave them the review that you gave them and then give out any more information that you want to give, generally speaking, about those things. Uh, and then after we get done with top-level surface level thoughts, general thoughts on the movie coming from you two. Um, I might have a little bit extra commentary because I've had some time to actually think about it now. Um, we are going to go into full spoiler territory, full on. And the way we're going okay. to do it is by going plot beat by plot beat. And I'm just going to start naming off uh, based on the synopsis that I have written <laughs> for the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going to go plot beat by plot beat, and we're just going to talk about all the major stuff that happens in the movie, okay? okay? As we go along. So, Genesee, as our lovely, lovely guest that we don't get to see very, very often, and we would love to see more fucking often, um, I want to hear from you first. What are we, what, 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 
what do you have to say further than just the review you gave for us before? Hit us with it. Oh fuck. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this without spoilers. I can do it, guys. I can do it. Okay. Um, you believe in you. you I. That <laughs> makes one of us. Um, I loved it. First of all, um, if you have not been on the internet and you have not heard the overwhelming reviews already for Shang Chi, this movie is fucking phenomenal. Yes, it is. Um, it's fucking phenomenal, and um, it's one of those things like. It's, it's actually really funny because, so my best friend, I like to kind of gauge things about how we both react to them because he and I have very different tastes in movies. So normally, like, I'll be like, oh my god, I fucking love this movie. It was amazing. Take WandaVision, for example. I still don't even think he's watched it. And if he has, he didn't like it, which is probably why I forgot whether or not he's watched it because his opinion is wrong. I loved WandaVision, right? And so I fully expected him to come out of Shang-Chi being you know, him, and being like, oh, it's all right. But he loved it. He loved it. I loved it. My fiancé loved it, because it's a piece of fucking artwork. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's really the the my take from it. And, like, I don't have what I wrote in front of me, but that was basically what I was talking about. I mean, I walked out of that movie, and, like, we were on our way home, and I just, I couldn't stop thinking about how it felt to me both, like, a call out to like the kind of like original Marvel movies before it was bought by Disney, like that original, like very much the return to the origin story and very much about the character and not so much like the Easter eggs and the call outs that we see. Like, so, I mean, obviously they're there, but they weren't as aggressive as we've seen them in the, in the recent movies, because um, they're just, I mean, most of the movies now are kind of like, Oh yeah. Remember what just happened in Captain Marvel or Hey, guess what's going to happen in this next movie and like while we're obviously thinking about those things it really felt like his movie um it really felt like his origin story and like we were following every every bit of him you know um and at the same time that it felt like kind of this call out to the very original like marvel movie it also felt like something very different than marvel to me i felt like i was watching like a harry potter or a lord of lord of the rings and i think the reason that i felt that is twofold in one part visually it felt like those movies it felt very artistic you had all of these beautiful like mystical magical creatures um their powers felt very like tangible i mean everything about this movie like felt like you were experiencing it and then the second part that felt like that to me is it felt very magical um like obviously shang chi has this sort of like magical power that he's wielding Just... yeah shit is that a spoiler uh no i i think that's kind of a given like that, yeah, that's, that's a given i think given. it's in the trailer you, you see it in oh the thank trailer. god yeah you oh thank god you see him use the ten rings in the trailer yeah, right yeah. right that's a good point yeah the ten rings have to be fucking magic right i mean shit blasts out of them yeah well, um right. and their rings shit and yeah piss okay and every... <laughs> anyways <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, um, Genesee, before, before you continue on, could you scoot your mic just a little bit away from you? It's kind of away. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Away from me. Is that better? Oh, that sounds so much better. You're perfect. You're perfect. You're wonderful. You're my favorite human. Okay. Being. Continue. Oh, you're my favorite. Sorry, Devin. I just did. <laughs> He's the five-star man. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need us. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's above okay. our plane of existence. 
<laughs> I am a nexus being. <laughs> Continue, Genesee. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so like with like his powers and just like everything in the movie, it just felt so magical and it felt like we were getting into um something deeper for Marvel in a lot of ways, in my whole opinion. That's all I got. Okay. All right. I like it. Devin, my dude, where are you sitting on this movie? Now that you've seen it for almost a week later, I'm sure you've had some better thoughts here. What are the, what are the deeper details on your review you gave us on Saturday? To, to echo what Genesee just said about this being an artistic echo, film, echo, I... Echo, 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 echo. echo. This is the most beautiful Marvel Studios movie that's ever come out. Hands down. It straight up is. The set pieces, I think, are the best set pieces I've seen out of any Marvel movie. Um, The only thing that comes close to it vibrantly is shots of Asgard, in my opinion. Or... um, Or or, uh, some set pieces like in Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. You know, like with Ego of Living Planet and stuff like that. Um, but I just want to start that off that the scenery, the set locations, where they travel, the places they go, it it that hooks you instantly, in my opinion. Um, the character development was spot on. I love the origin story. I love how it introduces him in the beginning and falls in line and like has him explain his story to Katie. I love I love that aspect. Um, I love uh, the way that they build the antagonist motive throughout the movie. Um, it's just, it's so much fun. And the choreography is amazing. Like, just the way that uh, Simu Lu just did that whole movie. It, it, it's just great. It's just great. I, I, I'm over the moon on it. I want to watch it again. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. Um. I don't know if you guys got to watch the episode from Saturday. Uh, I'm basically in the same boat as you guys are. Like, the, like mm-hmm. I gave this movie like a 9.5 out of 10, arguably a 10 out of 10, because this movie is just mm-hmm. so magnificent front to back. Uh, even even its couple of grievances that I had weren't, mm-hmm. weren't enough to really, like, make me feel like it dragged anything down. Like the like the grievances are just small little tiny particular things that maybe could have handled arguably just a little bit better. But on like the greater scale of like what a Marvel movie is at this mm-hmm. point, like it was it's nothing. It's fucking nothing. Because the rest of this damn movie is an absolute gift from heaven, from the lords above, from whom at Cthulhu, I don't care. Like this this movie was gifted to us in such a way that we honestly as a human society do not deserve. This movie is so good, guys. This movie's so dang good. I can't I can't understand it sometimes. I can't comprehend mm-hmm. it. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it because of how good the overall story is. Like we're going to dive into a deeper but whoo whoo yeah. son. Yeah. And to to like add on to that, like this yes, it's a Marvel Studios movie, but this feels like a fantasy martial arts movie first with yes. sprinkles of Marvel throughout it. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was watching the freaking Monkey King. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Or like so, The Last yeah. Kingdom or like yeah. Ratchet Tiger. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, dude. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's it's this this movie did such a good job of of giving us something that felt so different but still so like familiar enough for us to be able to grasp a hold of like what is going on um like i remember telling like talking to devin during during the movie and being like dude this feels like straight up crouching tiger like this movie feels like crouching Mm -hmm. tiger with just like little tiny sprinkles of marvel superhero shit sort of like in the cracks Mm -hmm. of the overall like spectrum what's going on and because of how they handled it, they had more room to sort of ground it in a reality. And because they had more room to ground it in reality, they had more room to give us characters that actually had emotions and they actually had mm-hmm. had 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 um, reasons to be doing the things that they were doing, like front to back. They're, they're like the only character that arguably did not have any was the, the 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 death eater and that's not a spoiler either because he's in the trailer but the death eater is the uh uh the masked mm-hmm. ninja guy that you know mm-hmm. in the trailer beating the shit out of uh, out of shang chi um right it's it's just like everybody else had their reasons to be doing what they were supposed to be doing and doing what they wanted to be doing death dealer sorry xander thank you thank you thank you uh death dealer not death eater um i was thinking of soul eater with the little fucking bat things but we'll get into that uh death eaters are from harry potter yes yeah look at me (laughs) it's getting cold uh uh, lord of the rings is better uh Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go uh, fucking kill myself, Xander. Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, no, I know, I know, I love you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the, like bottom line, you guys nailed it. This this movie was incredible. I'm glad you guys enjoyed this movie as much as I did, as much as Xander and Garrett did. I feel like there's a pretty general consensus that this movie is a goddamn piece of gold. This movie is a piece of gold, and I feel like most it's a goddamn people, gem. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. It is in my top three Marvel movies. Same, mm-hmm. same. Yep. Retweet, retweet. Yeah, yep. big time retweet. Mm-hmm. I have yep. a really hard time ranking them because I I like everything so much. That's why I created my own rating system on my on my podcast because I can't give things objectively like five and ten stars. I had to create a whole other system. But if I did have a hierarchical list, it would be very high. But I can't because I I would all I, there would be like ten movies in my number one spot because I <laughs> I love everything too much. That's okay. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Like you know, our our thing is like, I, I it might it might have something to do with us like being idiots. Uh, where I I feel like I have to have sort of a hierarchy tier system in order for me to feel like. I'm organized in my feelings. It's like my way of compartmentalizing right. things. So when someone's like, did you like Endgame? I'm like, did I like Endgame? And I don't have to like think about it so much. I can just be like, fuck yeah, I liked Endgame. That's number <laughs> one on my list. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. For, Is that number for one Marvel, on your list? For Marvel movies, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yep, I know. That's wild. I've I've watched I've watched Endgame probably about like twenty eight times already. Honestly, I love that. Yeah, it's been a lot. That's it's been amazing. a lot. But sometimes I just get in the mood to watch it again, and so I'll just fucking put it on my TV in the background or something like that. I haven't lately, yeah. but you know, uh, Xander, it's my number one now. Shang Chi, Endgame, Infinity War. Yes, I count them together. Don't at me. And Winter I Soldier, in my top that. three. And Halo says that's cheating, Xander. It is cheating, Xander. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> no, it's not. 
<laughs> it's cheating. No, it's I'm fucking you, cheating. Xander, That's the dark side. No likes not. the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking cheating. It's fucking cheating. Anyways. Genesee, I hate to do it to you. I told the guys on Saturday. Oh, no. I told the guys on Saturday. Oh, no. That, that you don't like doing ratings. But I have to ask you. Because I, I told that I didn't ask Genesee because I know Genesee isn't into it. But we're in a we're in a thing where the us three we are the Marvel crew for Good Kraken slash Let's oh. Get Bitchin. Okay, we need to know. Okay, we need to know. Genesee, Gabrielle, can I use my rating system or do I have to do a ten stars? Well, okay. Explain explain your rating system to the people at home oh, so that we can. My God, I thought I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Here, at let's get bitchin. Here, at let's get bitchin. We have a three point rating system mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. is confusing as fuck because it doesn't actually involve the number three. Uh, so what we Great. call it is the fucks to give system. Um, zero fucks to give is I hate this piece of work, this movie. Um, I honestly am worse off for having watched it. And if I could burn it in hell myself, I would. One fuck to give is in the words of our Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift, it isn't hate, it isn't love, it's just indifference. So, one fuck to give is more like, I didn't hate it, I don't want it to burn in hell, but I'm not going to obsessively watch it either. Um, it's alright. It was a thing to watch. Two fucks to give is, I loved it, it changed my life, and I honestly don't know how there was a point in my life where I lived without it. Okay. All right. That Fair is enough. the fucks to give system. Fair enough. Thank Fair you. enough. All right. Let's. We're let's, very proud of it. Let's let's do it. Very what you where where are you at with Shang Chi then? Honestly, there if there's only one way to rate this movie, and it is two fucks to it give. Is, it is zero fucks. It is. Zero it is. Fucks. <laughs> I'm gonna say it ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a ten, 10 out of ten, 10 to me. I, would, yeah, I could agree like with that. It's a ten out of ten, and that's why I created the system because I am the bitch who would be like be like yeah everything's a 10 out of 10 except for the ones that are not and they're a zero out of 10 and honestly i would be okay if i had never watched the fucking les bomb i never needed to watch that movie but you know what i did i did and i get upset about it every single fucking day Fine. <laughs> hey that's your energy is up here and I'm i here love for it, it. <laughs> i love it I'm, I'm absolutely fucking here for it which is it's it's funny because like i feel like there's there's a lot of space for a lot of movies like that, right? I mean, like, Venom was probably zero fucks. You know, Venom was very... Yeah. Or Army of the Dead. No, Army of the Dead was was two fucks for sure. Army of the Dead was two fucks. All, all right. right, all right, all right. I, I need to fucks. ask, Tennessee, what do you think of Army of the Dead? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't getting... think I've watched that. You should. It's on Netflix. You're, 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 better. you're better off. It's a zero. No, nah, don't listen. Don't listen to the five star man right now. He's being I the four star. He likes being... the McRib, Genesee. <laughs> Dude, Genesee. Okay, actually, what? Genesee. Genesee, do you like the McRib? I've never had the McRib because Fuck! I'm a good person and I don't eat McDonald's. Ah, uh, damn it! You're 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 the second person I could crack and now that said that, and I'm <laughs> I'm feeling um ashamed <laughs> okay okay but give me the name of that movie so i can watch it and i'll be the tiebreaker army army of the dead army of the army dead. of the dead <laughs> oh no oh no it, it's army. a Zack snyder movie with dave bautista it's a zombie movie okay. it's a zombie movie but it's okay. like a slapstick zombie movie Okay. That has I no continuity. <laughs> so is it like 
like like Zombieland? It's Zombieland uh, is way better. Don't even compare it. <laughs> Z- Z- Zombieland is a little bit more focused on like Zombieland was a good movie. Yeah, yeah Z- Zombieland was a little bit more focused on the comedy aspect. Where like Army of the Dead was more focused on like the. So I guess it's the so bad is. that it's funny. Don't listen. Don't listen to Devin. He's, he's like, being dude, dramatic. I lost my car. No, like no, that. God, no, no. It's it's an act, it's an no. action zombie movie. It just there's okay. there's some. It's Zack Snyder, so it's like there's some stuff in it. Dude, I lost my car is a great example of a zero fucks movie. I can't even remember <laughs> what happens in it, but I know Honestly, that either. I was better off for having watched it. Yeah, me, me. I, don't, <laughs> I will I don't never know. forget the Zoltan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, guys, we are going to move into full spoiler territory now. We've spent plenty enough time on this here. Everyone watching or listening right now, if you have not watched Shang-Chi, we love you. Go watch that damn movie. Come back, listen and watch this and or watch or do both. Do both. And then listen to it again on Let's Get Bitchin' because Genesee pushes these these episodes onto Let's Get Bitchin's channel. Or listen to both of them at the same time. (laughs) And watch the mod at the same time. And then watch (laughs) Army of the Dead because it's good. Don't, don't. (laughs) <laughs> I can't oh, stand no. it. I can't stand it. Anyways, th- we yes, go watch this dang movie and then come back, listen to this. It will be here. It is here for you. Okay, for you to come back and then and then and then you can tweet at us. You can you can talk to us. We're all over on Instagram on on all the the social spheres. Hit us up. Comment down below on YouTube. All that good stuff and just let us know what you thought about it. Uh, yeah, red, red Halo in the chat. Also, people watching, go see Shang-Chi in theaters. Support its growth and yes. the theaters. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Go I know see it. in see it. Portland, Oregon, which is where we reside, you mm-hmm. have to be vaccinated to go to theater now. So if that is something that you're worried Ooh. about, yep. definitely look into it. See if your uh, local area is doing it as well. Get your shoddy toddies. Get those shoddy toddies. Yeah. Anyways, we love you. Get the fuck out of here. Um, it is now time. It is time. Guys, and it is it is going to be a grand time. So run this down one more we time. We were made for this. Shang-Chi and the legend of uh, quote unquote these hands is kind of what I, <laughs> I've been calling it. <laughs> for real, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Big time for real. Um, Was released September 3rd, 2021. Directed by Destin Daniel Cretton with a runtime of two hours and 12 minutes. The budget was just in between 150 million to 170 million box office update. Devin, did you, did you look at that the last time? I know we were in the car earlier talking um, about let it. Let me see here. Um, I know it was sitting at about 50 million over the weekend. Yeah. So I think it was like 49.9 million over something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's made quite a bit more since opening night. I saw, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that it's been, it's been making some moonies. Uh, which is great, which is awesome for for first week stuff. Like that's always good to have. More people need to go watch the movie. Like Halo said, go out support it. We need movie theaters to stay in business. It's it's we got we got stuff. So we got to make sure movie industry is taken care yeah. of here. Devin, what you got? Yeah. Uh, still same numbers. It looks like I don't think there's been a. That's fine. Sometimes update. they update are late. Go, go ahead and uh, read it all. I'm gonna touch on it. You know, if you find it. Just come back. Okay. All right. So officially, domestically, we are looking at a, a 94.6 million 
domestically. And uh, worldwide, we are looking at 150 million. There we go. Holy shit. There we go. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. They made their budget back already. That's that's great. That's awesome. Mm. I'm glad. First week. Mm, I fucking love it. Guys, let's get started with Shang-Chi. Spoiler cast right now. Okay, so we start this movie off with a dope subtitled Chinese spoken intro here that's talking from Wen Wu's perspective. Okay. And it's about the beginning stories of what we can see as Wen Wu. We see him go into battle. We see him fuck up this battle. <laughs> Who does he go off? Oh, he goes off. <laughs> it is wild. Within like three minutes of this damn movie starting, it's it's just going. It's just fucking going, right? Um, he it, it explains that he had conquered a bunch of civilizations throughout his course of living. Um, and it's mentioned a few times throughout the movie, essentially to insinuate that Wen Wu has been around for a thousand years, give or take, right? That's that's the the overall idea. Well, Wen Wu falls in love in a search to find the great protector. He accidentally finds a better protector, a condom for his love. <laughs> condom. As they make sweet, Obviously sweet. Obviously not. <laughs> <a condom. laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. You know, that's touche. Touche. Um, yeah, see Xander yeah, in the he, chat. He, no he, condom. The, the Ten Rings would not allow uh, anything other than, than going oh. in raw you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> do my robert de niro face there you go um anyways he finds love in a wonderful young woman and has two children with her okay and that is shang chi and shai ling brother and sister um i want to pause here really quick right because this is awesome so far the intro to this movie oh Dude, what a way to fucking start a movie. This the the intro like set up perfectly what was going on with Wen Wu, what the Ten Rings could do right off the bat, right? The glimpse of how Wen Wu started as a bad guy and then moved into finding love and wanted to move away from that life. And oh my god, Tony Lung playing as Wen Wu. Ha, huh, I fuck I haven't been able to stop thinking about that, dude. Oh my god, he's so good. He's so good. He's I want to hear phenomenal. you guys' thoughts on this intro. Genesee, go. Okay. I I feel like we just have to talk about that whole, like, it wasn't a sex scene, but, like, it felt intimate. That it fight was, scene. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> it was palpable, one could say. One could that say. energy was palpable. I was, I was, I was, getting, I was getting sweaty thinking about you it, just watching it. Whew. You were also like sitting right next to me and you were like, oh, that mating rich. <laughs> I got to say, watching movies with you guys is like the best. <laughs> I, I, Devin, just, just for context, I, I leaned over to Genesee. I was like, when am I going to get a mating ritual like this? I want a mating ritual. <laughs> <laughs> there was no, I'm sorry that like no one else got to experience that moment <laughs> with her now because that was priceless. I was, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. It was, you know? it was beautiful. And it was like, I, I, that's like also an overall thing for the movie. Like we were talking a lot about the artistry in it, but like 
specifically the choreography of those fight scenes was incredible and not just the fighting of it but like they really did show emotion in the fight scenes and i feel like that can get lost a lot of the time in fight scenes is that there is emotion behind it that isn't just anger right and in that scene it was like she you could feel that she was trying to defend her land and he wanted to get in and <laughs> To the, you're brilliant. To the land you're killing it. You're first, killing it. Yeah. At yeah. first, yeah, 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 but then yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to get into something else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he did. Well, to get and in and then get so... in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in squared. Get in well, squared. Yeah, yeah. Get in, get in squared. <laughs> get in loser. Um, we're going it... driving. <laughs> <laughs> get in loser. We're finding the great protector dragon. <laughs> get in loser. The victory sucks. <laughs> I hate you. I hate loser. We're making babies. Yep, that's it right there. <laughs> that's one. Getting loser. We're having children. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying before, I fucked myself up there. Um, there, like, there was so much going on, and you could see the like the tension that turned into like a different sort of tension that was just very like you could tell that they were connecting, and she was still gonna stand her ground. You know, right? And it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. And I have mad respect for their mom. She's a oh, queen yeah. after my own heart. Oh, I love and, her. And we will be touching on her here in a little bit because Devin, I would die for that woman. Oh my, honestly, and she would die for you. <laughs> Devin, what were your thoughts on this entire sort of intro setup to Wenwu? I love the storybook telling style of the intro of the story, showing the origin of these characters, who these characters are, really explaining who the man is, right? Yeah. Um, and, and how how this all came to be. It 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 was a an origin story within an origin movie that didn't take the whole movie to do. You know what I mean? It only took five minutes. And it was so well executed and had all the perfect information in it. And can we can we talk about the vibe too? The music, the 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 set pieces oh that God. they showed. The score it, in this movie. Yeah. Oh, the score oh. in this movie. The yeah. soundtrack and Man. the score, both of them just nailed it this entire movie. Oh phenomenal. The intro with the the fantasy, uh the you know, the Chinese full, uh lore fantasy and also um just uh like i said that storybook style and everything and all the music it just set a tone for the whole movie yeah and it stayed that way throughout it maybe not so much in the very beginning and that i don't mean that in a bad way but when you know they're valet drivers and living in san fran you know what i mean yeah it has a transition the, for sure. <laughs> exactly but the whole movie outside of that was all the same tone and i loved it Speaking of which, we uh, actually cut to the scene with Shang-Chi, or as we now know for this part, Sean <laughs> is working as a valet driver with his friend Katie uh, as they are taking care of cars. <laughs> One pulls up. It's a hot car. It is a hot car. Mm -hmm. Katie says, let me drive the car. <laughs> and Sean says, no. And Katie says, I'm a good driver. <laughs> and that fucking happens. All of that is entire mess. Essentially, we get an introduction to the relationship between Shang-Chi and Katie. Uh, we get a bunch of dynamic uh, uh, moments between 
seeing that Sean is is very integral in Katie's family because Shang-Chi does not have a family. So he has Katie's basically. And this is a beautiful part here because it talks a lot about family dynamics in Asian culture. Um, everything that had to do with the grandma was spot on. Everything that had to do with the way that that Sean and Katie were interacting with the family where it's like Katie had the younger brother who was like, I believe in you like that fucking kid. Like, <laughs> but them also sort of like cleaning around the family, putting away the dishes as they're going, kissing and hugging before they leave. All that stuff is very integral stuff in Asian culture. And this this part was the first part where I was like ready to sort of tear up because they represented it in such a way that felt so spot on coming from my Filipino ass family and, and being able to see these things in retrospect and, and see it from another character visually was rad. Um, did you guys have any comments on like the overall, like seeing just the relationship between Shang-Chi and Katie here? Jenny, so let's start with you. Um, I, I really loved it. That whole, I mean, the whole movie like i could just see that for everything but like i think that they did a really phenomenal job of the relationship building it's hard to do um i feel like for marvel sometimes at this point because we have so much of the universe built already that i feel like sometimes marvel can get a bit distracted and they leave the relationship aspects like underdeveloped um and this i mean the relationships that they're building in this movie were phenomenal they were very strong, and um, I, I definitely felt like what you were saying in terms of, like, they did not, it was no accident that there were such, they very intentionally, like, integrated the cultural aspects into this movie, and I think that showed through a lot in the relationships, um, not just in, like, the way that we saw them and read them, but, like, they... They felt every every actor on the screen felt so connected to one one another. Even I don't want to skip ahead, but I do want to skip ahead because even when they meet his aunt, who he had never met before, there was like an instant connection. And I feel like that really comes from like what they set up in the beginning with him interacting with Katie's family um, and that he grew up around that culture, but it wasn't his family. You know, he didn't have a family around him for most of his life and the family that he did have was um unhealthy and abusive and toxic yeah, as um yes so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um so there there was just a lot there and they they set that up in the beginning like i think that that in itself was a really beautiful moment and it also set up so much for what we see later in the film that was so important to shang chi's story and like how he gets to where he's at in the end um, and yeah, I just, I, overall, it was something that I feel like we don't see, obviously I don't have the same relationship that you do, but it was really beautiful to see that on the screen and to just see such a pure and beautiful moment of that family and connection. Um, it was gorgeous. And that's not something we see in Marvel a lot. Um, I feel yeah. like we yeah. saw it in Black Panther and we saw it in, I would argue like Captain Marvel, um, with the best friend, you see, like, really strong connection there, but a lot of times that's really missing. I mean, like, yeah, if we if we think about it, right, it's most yeah. of the Avengers don't really have their family around anymore, besides, like, Hawkeye. Yeah, 
I was gonna say Hawkeye yeah. kind of has. I mean, they they haven't dived into it um enough, but yet. what we've seen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yet. I was gonna yet. say that, <laughs> but what we've seen um of Hawkeye like in Endgame and in uh, Civil War and and stuff like we we see them have that connection, you know, with their family members and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It'll be right. it'll be interesting to see it a little bit more uh, deep dived into as we kind of go. I'm sure they will give us more chunks of family dynamic from Shang-Chi as a character mm -hmm. in general. Let's move through. I want to jump back to something uh, from Devin's perspective here in a second. So <clears throat> we get the scene of Sean and Katie leaving uh, and <laughs> they they get onto a train. OK, leaving Katie's family's house and this entire train scene happens. The introduction of the actual Shang-Chi takes off right here. OK, and we get an entire entire fight scene. Man comes up to Sean and Katie and says, give me the necklace. And he says, no. <laughs> and he's like, give me the necklace now. And he's like, get out of here, mister. And then. It all goes fucking <laughs> downhill from there, right? We get one of the dopest fucking action set pieces from Marvel ever because it feels more like a martial arts combat scene, right? Dope. Mm -hmm. Super dope. Devin, I want to hear from you. What were your thoughts on this starting point of the, of the ship taking off? So this scene was like if you took a Jackie Chan fight scene, blended it with uh freaking um uh God, what was that movie? Um Speed. You know, with the <laughs> yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves? Or was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 there we go. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So oh. so this this is a Jackie Chan fight scene in the movie Speed. That is somehow also <laughs> laced with the bus fight scene on fucking um, in uh, Nobody with Bob Odenberg. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Did you watch that yet? Because Jesse? I don't. Oh, you so. need to nobody. You, you need watch to watch nobody. It. You need to watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got oh, Bob got Odenberg. We got so you. we 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 see we see uh, Shang Chi. We see him like defending himself mostly and just kind of like pushing back on the guys. And it kind of gets more escalate. It escalates more. It escalates more. And then Razor Fist is like, "All right, these guys suck. Let me let me do my job." Yeah, Razor yeah. Fist, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sword arm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then uh, Shang Chi just looks at him. And he's like, "Huh. All right. Well, I'm gonna fuck you up." And it's handled. And it's handled. Does and, he, and he's like weaving in and out of the bus, like going window to window, getting on top, hanging in. I I love the small little comedic factor when he was trying to like flip back into the bus, like through the doors, and he just hits the doors. Dude. He's like, Katie, open the door. Katie, open the door. And he like knocks on it. <laughs> well, and then and she then like looks at him for a second. Well, and then there's the guy from Spider Man who told Spider Man yes. to do, do a flip, and, yeah. and then he's on this fucking bus like yeah. hey oh, we're, just, doing, we're doing we're doing a do fight reaction <laughs> yeah we're live streaming <laughs> oh my god dude oh my god it's so dude. so good this in, this entire fight scene was so damn good but uh, uh, basically as an introduction to like everything that was happening though right Devin like like I, I yeah. feel like yeah. 
this was the perfect sort of setup going into like what the rest of the the movies like combat set pieces were going to be. <sighs> what a way to set it up. Also, Xander in the chat says that's that uh, Brad Allen choreography right there. Rest in peace. That's some power, Brad Allen. That's for damn sure. That's for part, damn sure. part of that choreography. Remember when Shang Chi takes off his jacket and uses it to fight the guys it's, and it's direct them? Inspiration, it's Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's a, it's an homage King, to Jackie Chan. King Jackie. Yep. Oh, yep. who Brad Allen did stunt choreography for, um, mm -hmm. for a while. So, whew, we lucked out on that one. Anyways, the bus fight happens. Uh, the bus gets split in half. Um. Katie takes the seat because the bus driver smacks his gob or something, gets knocked the fuck out. Katie's driving poorly, mind you, and is <laughs> and taking instructions from Sean, Shang-Chi, to uh, go either left or right. Tells her at some point, take a hard right when I tell you to or give you the signal. And, you know, whole fight goes down. It rings the bell. Bus goes crashing down. Runs a bunch of cars. Oh, uh, make great partners. You know, trailer part. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so... <clears throat> Law, we, we kind of move forward a little bit here. We we have a part where Sean, now Shang-Chi, spills the beans to Katie and says, I'm not actually Sean. My name is Shang-Chi. I have an entire <laughs> conversation about how dumb that is when they're on an airplane <laughs> traveling to find his sister. Um, he spills the beans also about a postcard that he got from his sister. Um and that he now needs to find her because he's convinced that his dad is trying to track them down or kill them. And, uh, oh, Santa says, fun fact, I found out today Kung Fu Dad on TikTok taught Brad Allen. I did not know that. That's amazing. Anyways, we move into a part here where they find Shai Ling's underground fight club. Okay. And this is our introduction here. Because we have Shang-Chi diving into the fight thing. We get Wong fighting Abomination for a moment. Okay. Fully evolved Abomination. Who is also voiced, quote unquote, by Tim Roth. The original guy who played as Abomination from the old Hulk movie. Right? And Wong being back was rad too we get that opens a portal we have a brief moment where we see the raft in the background of the portal that's dope we can talk about that further on another time but for now we'll kind of move on here we also see a scene of a of one of the black widows fighting one of the uh extremist people in one of the uh the cells that was an interesting find but most off we get a beautiful scene of shang chi Getting his ass handed to him by his fucking sister. <laughs> he oh, doesn't yeah. want to fight her. He doesn't want to swing on her or anything. She whoops his ass and just walks out of the fucking arena and then meets up with them. Basically, come, says, come sit in my office. And so <laughs> Shang-Chi and Katie go in and hang out in the office. And Shai uh, Ling explains to them that... Where was I? Where was I? Um... Oh, Shang Li tries to explain exactly why Shai Ling was upset with Shang at, from being children. Shang abandoned them, abandoned the family. Shai Ling did not know why. Lots of exposition about this later on, but we will get there. For now, the underground fight club gets attacked by the Ten Rings. We get a really cool action set piece on the side of this fucking building. 
This part was good. This part was good. Now, I want to start. Pause here now. Genesee, what were your thoughts on this sort of like, like sort of setting up the relationship between brother and sister now rather than potential love interest? Because the dynamics are obviously different, right? How do you feel about how they set this up? I feel like it was it was interesting. They took a, a really interesting approach with it. I feel like we all once once he got in the ring, I feel like we all knew it was going to be his sister. You know what I mean? Oh, for um, sure. Like even Naomi called it not no shade on my babe, but like as she's not the the biggest Marvel person, so like when she can call something happening, it's it's pretty obvious. For sure. Um, for sure. But. Uh, it was really interesting because you knew you had to like I, at that point we knew that he had a sister right because he's looking for her yes. but we don't know a lot else about their backstory um we know we know that they were separated when he was 14 because he moved to the states um but we don't know a lot about him at this point we have like little bits and pieces um so it was we didn't exactly know how she was going to react and so i feel like it was set up really well in that regard like all of the pieces were making sense right um in that like by the time that she was whooping his ass we were like ah oh, yes we know how she feels about him now <laughs> yeah very <laughs> she, much so. very she's much not so. happy uh-huh. Uh-huh. she's not this is an accident she wanted to whoop his ass um and what I thought was really interesting about it was that he still seemed to feel some sort of like strong sibling relationship for her, right? Because he wouldn't hit her. Yes. You know? Um, and he seemed to still have that like instinct to protect her. Um, she obviously didn't have that issue. So I loved that. I think that they like overall it was it was a tricky thing to set up, and I think that they did well considering that the the path that they took it on. Um but I think there there are things around uh, Shylee that feel unfinished to me, um, and obviously, Ooh, like okay. there are reasons for that. There yes. are reasons for that, but I just I feel like there's still so much about her that we don't know, um, and I feel like like looking at it now, having watched the whole movie, like I feel pretty similarly to when we met her. Um, like I don't really like I feel like at the end of the movie they were acting like they now have a good sibling relationship, but I still don't really feel like they do. That's so fair. That's fair. I don't know if that's an issue with how they set it up to answer your question. Like, I don't know if that is an issue with how they set up that relationship or if that's just how it's supposed to be. Right. That might be how I'm supposed to be feeling. Right. Um, and right. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I can I can see why you would feel that way myself, too. Devin, where where are you on this intro to Shy Ling and this sort of, like, angry sister, not angry, like, regretful brother sort of thing that they did here as sort of, like, a perfect entryway to it? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it makes sense out of the backstory and the way that they introduce her. It makes sense. Also, she knocked Shang-Chi the fuck out. The fuck out. Yeah, she just kicks him upside the head and he just drops it. Even dramatically mm-hmm. shows him fall and hit his head and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, no, um, she she's pissed off. She she's <laughs> mad at her brother. She's mad that he went into hiding instead of looking for her. You know, she said she waited months for him before she finally decided to run off. Um 
De- Devin, yeah, could you no. do do me a favor and yeah. move your mic just a little bit closer for me? Now I got I got to switch switch you guys a little bit there. There you go. There, there you we go. go. There we go. Yeah, oh. I got a little bit more relaxed. But yeah, you know, so it it she's obviously um, upset, and Shang Chi regrets doing what he did. Um, but uh, they are quickly interrupted by uh, yeah, the Ten Rings. So. Yeah. Yes, they um, are. They are here. I gotta. Yeah. Speaking of Brad Allen as well, that bamboo scene just screamed like Sh- Jackie Chan Shanghai Nights to me. You know what I mean? Just oh, the, the whole yeah, catwalk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, not not even just Shanghai Nights. What they also do in Rush Hour too. Like it's yeah. like it is a common theme amongst like martial arts movies to have like bamboo mm-hmm. structure fights. Uh, mm-hmm. and they and they did it very well in this surprisingly well they handled it i Mm -hmm. thought at least yeah yeah no it was really good uh the only thing they didn't do but only because it made sense is have somebody go from bamboo stick to bamboo stick you know as the poles (laughs) were falling (laughs) nah fuck that dude that's tight there's there's Um, a a lot of little things like that that i'm like i thought it, it fuck it i thought it was well executed though and uh it was one of the first times you see you kind of see that moment too, where um, Shang Chi wasn't trying to kill them; he was just trying to fight his way through. And then his sister just kind of like straight up was like, "No, you kill them, or they kill you." And then he just yeah. kind of said, "Fuck it," and he started throwing people off the side of the scaffolding, you know. And it was mm-hmm. like it was like one of those first times we see a hero go, "Oh, I am gonna kill these people," you know what I mean? And you don't yeah. see that much in a Marvel movie. Just that's saying facts. that's facts. That's facts. We get in a very interesting scene where Shiling actually goes out of her way after disappearing, comes back to save Katie during a potential fall, um, mm-hmm. sort of st- stabilizing the idea that Shiling maybe is not as petty as she's trying to come off to be. Um, but then we have some more of uh, Shang-Chi running away from the Ten Ring soldiers, making his way up to where he believes uh, the ring is being taken by the Death Dealer and gets one of the sickest choreographed fights ever. This whole like fight scene between him and the de- and, and the Death Dealer was, oh my god, there's a scene where like he like catches the knife and tries to like undercut him on it, and then they like switch knife hands basically like together and it's so dope how they like yeah. sort of move that around is very much more interesting because the death dealer was uh played by a very popular youtube martial artist uh that got recruited for this movie um and their their choreographed sort of martial arts styles were so differently indifferent where they very obviously had different levels of sort of like aggression and the way that they were handling the fight. And they, they portrayed it so beautifully in the choreography and the, in this one simple scene. Um, also showing Shang-Chi struggling to keep up because the death dealer was obviously a better fighter in that moment based on what was going on. And then what do you know? When Wu fucking pops up. <laughs> right yep. at the fucking end daddy yep. is here and daddy weirdly enough has no bad blood with them is not trying to kill him in shiling he just says oh my kids let's go and then they just they just go i yeah. <laughs> like reiterate I'm just gonna that. say it yeah 
I'm just going to say it. Manipulative Daddy 101 yeah. is well, what he did. 100%. 100%. If, if I remember right, one of the first things he says to Shang-Chi, he's like, I told my men, even if they tried, they couldn't kill you. I was right. He does. He does say that. That manipulative motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I hate him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you hate him because it was acted so well. <laughs> oh, because it was acted so well. The actor did a phenomenal job, hands down. Especially because there were moments where I sympathized with him. I was like, "Ooh, dude, that's rough." I mean, like the whole—I mean, his wife dying thing. When, when he hears his his wife's voice, I was like, "Oh, fuck. Uh, my heart." My I'm supposed heart, to hate right? you. I want right? to hate you by my heart. <laughs> like it was so so sad. But like I poor. Poor Shang, Shang Chi. He has daddy issues. He has big time daddy issues, mm-hmm. and um, I think he needs to we're, like we're, talk about it. I think he needs to go to some therapy. We're working on it. You know, they're, they're definitely working <laughs> on it because following that scene, uh, he takes them back I to don't... the compound. What was that yeah. intensity? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, Nothing. We're, 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 we'll get there. I'm we're sure not we'll there, there yet. We're yeah, not yeah, there yeah. yet. We'll I, get I, there. I see. I see where you're going <laughs> for. I see what we're going for here. When they arrive, when we brings them to a shrine-like area where he shows them why he needed the pendants. Uh, this was the big wooden dragon statue with the giant, beautiful artistry on the wall that acts as sort of art representing the village that their mother is from. He puts the little pendants into the dragon's eyes we get what some of the sickest fucking graphical fidelity here of the fucking water popping up and then turning oh my god dude garrick was very adamant about talking about the visual effects of this movie and this was the first one where i was like oh my god this is beautiful anyways we find out that the water illuminates on the ground and creates a maze that is supposed to be a very specific path to find the entryway to the village that their mother is from. Uh, He explains that that he believes, Wen Wu believes, that their mother is trapped within the village, being held captive by the people of the village that she is from, and that he needs to rescue her. Why? Because he's been hearing her voice in his head calling for help. Mm And uh, now we have this interesting dynamic where both Shang-Chi and his sister don't want to tell their dad, dude, you're fucking losing it, right? So instead, they're trying to reason with him and say, dad, she's gone. She's gone. That's not her. She's gone. Like, there's no way that this makes any sense. And they're trying to. He's not grasping the concept. This is sort of like the first real taste we get of, like, their father's sort of emotional distraught of where he is now in comparison to where he was the day that their mother died. And it, and th- this, I think for me, this is when I first started falling in love with Wenwu very much. So mm. more than just the beginning stuff, but like here, like as a, as a villain, as a character really feeling for how, like what he was going through from losing the love of his life to having to, now tried to explain, be so like filled with grief that the mo that you like you know that that's probably not her, but he's going to fucking try anyways. It was beautiful, How, like seeing this whole explanation of everything going down here. They're trying to reason with him. He's not having it. He has a moment where he kind of gets a little aggressive with them and throws them onto the ground, 
and tells the soldiers to lock them away. What, Devin, I want to start with you here. What was your thoughts on on getting this very more like abrasive first first impression, full impression of when Wu here, including the kind of weird, goofy dinner scene that they had right in this part here. Uh, let's hear from you. Um, it's 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 the manipulated being manipulated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he he is so desperate though to see his wife again. Like that's really like deep down, you can tell that that like. Well, I guess not as much this part. It seems like he could be lying about her in an in attempt to find the great protector. You know what I mean? Um, sure. That sure. Could, just kind of going off of the intro. Um, but that goofy dinner scene, I literally thought Katie was going to derail it so hard and that he was going to get pissed off and it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what i mean yeah um but uh but yeah no um i it was a it was a good introduction um you could you saw like a lot of wariness uh from um uh xiling and shang chi because they're like we know who the fuck our father is like this is weird this is weird what's going on why is he just acting like everything's normal you know and they're just like no we're we're, we're not gonna march on the village with you no fuck that yeah. that's stupid yeah you know um i enjoyed it um it it, this was kind of the calm part of the movie too this was like the calm part before the the adventure you know what i mean right 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 um but uh but it it was a good introduction for uh the character building between everybody and just kind of seeing how they all play off of each other who trusts who who doesn't trust who who wants what you know type of deal sure genesee Um, what, what what thoughts did you have on this um, I feel very similarly. I also feel like Katie. I haven't talked about Katie, and I need to talk about Katie because, first of all, Aquafina. She has my whole entire heart. I love Aquafina. Uh, anything with her in it, I'm like, please take me now. Um, she's just hilarious, and she brought. I was I was really interested to see how she was going to play out in this movie because she has such a distinctive like comedy edge to her. Not that that's all that she can do but like her she's a very funny person and the way that she acts out roles tends to be very funny and um she brought that to shang chi and so much more like so much more she brought like this amazing like the charisma that she has but also like this heart that i i really didn't expect to get from her in this role um so it was really beautiful but i i need to backtrack because i have to talk about the scene and we we went right over it oh, okay. when they're in the airplane the airplane when they're in the airplane yeah i loved that scene because it is like he's he's telling her the whole like his story and all that and it's it's cool the way that he tells it too because like you start with it's the very storybook-esque thing that we were talking about like visually it was really cool because you're hearing him and the whole time the whole thing that you're hearing they're on the plane but what you're seeing is different different things right and so then they come onto the plane and, and she's just like sitting there like like dude we just boarded a plane and your your life story is wild yeah, um yeah. but they they have the interaction that they showed in the commercial where he's telling her what his his actual name is and i loved i loved the whole so you changed your name from 
Shang-Chi. To Sean? He was like, yeah. She's like, Shang. Sean. Shang. Sean. And she was like, she was like, I think we need to talk about being on the run. <laughs> like, and I think she, she even said, she was like, she was like, no wonder they found you. <laughs> changing your name from Just, Shang to Sean is like changing your name from Gino to Gina. <laughs> no, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it that, was amazing. That one was great. I really loved when the waitress like the the airplane attendant like came up and like out of nowhere and they had the whole interaction of like do you guys want vegetarian or beef and they're like uh vegetarian please she's like oh we just ran out of vegetables (laughs) do you guys want beef instead they're like uh sure (laughs) what else can we get it was such an awkward like sort of moment where they're talking about like him maybe murdering people and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's just being like... raised to be an assassin and then running away from his father so that he wouldn't have to kill people yeah and then being like oh yeah we'll take we'll take <laughs> that is textbook marvel comedy subtleties right there i love it yep i love it i was thinking the same thing textbook yeah yeah, it was it was it was beautiful. And and I feel like in that way, like th- it, that's one of the ways that this movie felt both different and very, very on brand for Marvel um, is that like it obviously brought its own sense of humor, um, but also stay true to Marvel. I also really enjoyed in the trailer that they they showed you how to pronounce his name in yes. a very natural way with that conversation. They, they did that very purposely. Even Xander here in the chat can, can attest for this. They they very much did it purposely because I think they mm-hmm. saw that there were tons of interviews and stuff where people were not pronouncing it correctly. So they finally dropped that final trailer and it's like, hey, this is how it's actually pronounced so people could get an idea of like how it's done. And then they, I, I believe they actually did like a thing for... Uh, Lucy Mu, where like he had explained it in a video himself. Like, I think he was like on a live show or something like that. We explained on there too the same day they dropped the trailer, and there's a whole thing about it just to make sure that it was actually being pronounced correctly. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, very purposeful. There was no way there was not purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I want to follow up with the uh, the Marvel comedy part here because as these two get locked away. We get a great reveal here of Trevor, (laughs) the gentleman (laughs) who was the Mandarin in Iron Man 3, has apparently been taken captive by the actual Mandarin, Wen Wu. Um, Also, funny part at the dinner table where he's like, and now they they named me after a chicken. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yep. so we we get to see Trevor Slattery, and he is just as bonkers, arguably if not more, than he was in Iron Man three, right? So he's rambling on about what has happened between then and now, as Xander said on Saturday's episode, basically being Wen Wu's personal like court jester and and is super goofy what is not goofy is the wonder that was morris the little fluffy friend the little fluffy winged baby that i need 13 of to be in a cuddle puddle with just so i can just like 
lay on them and just sleep? Just sleep? I basically have one, actually. As soon as that little guy came on to screen, Naomi was like, it's Gemma, which is our dog, which you can probably yeah. hear. Yeah. You hear someone snoring? No, no, no yeah. snoring. No snoring. I would like to, she's, though. She's in the... She's in the background of almost oh. every Let's Get Bitchin' episode. Oh. She's oh. she snores because she's, she doesn't have a nose canal. This is our whatever that little creature is called. We also call her a pork. Yeah. Yeah. She's really yeah, upset. I woke that, her up That makes her sense. Nap. A little pork. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's that's probably the closest you'll get. And you can borrow her anytime you want. Okay. Beautiful. That, that I will I will take that that offer that's fine that's fine so anyways we get we get this relationship now between morris and trevor slattery the actor and basically trevor is the direct translator for morris uh i died <laughs> where he said oh my god you can see him i thought he was just a hallucination <laughs> and <laughs> and so he is now so the direct translator for this small little fuzzy cute animal thing with no face even goes to say Oh, he's very sensitive about the no face thing. So they try not to mention it anymore, which they don't for the rest of the movie. Beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Respect Morris's boundaries. We stand fucking Morris out here. Okay. We, we protect Morris. We, we protect Morris and this family. All right. <laughs> Honestly, we need a Morris spinoff show, please. Uh, movie. Ooh, please. Please. That might actually be hype. He's I back know. in his home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That'd be very, very hype. Anyways, Morris tells Trevor through a long, convoluted conversation that Morris actually knows the way, a back secret way, to get to the village of Shang-Chi's family. Mother, to be specific. Um, and that he will lead them the way. So they, they steal a car down in the basement of the castle. And Razor Fist is there to try to take them down because it's a Razor Fist car. Because it says Razor Fist on the side of the fucking car. Um, <laughs> and he even says out loud, that's my car. As, as he's watching them on the security monitors. Uh, they have an entire exit shootout thing. They leave. They have a funny, funny fucking scene outside of the bamboo forest uh, where they sort of explain Morris a little bit more. Um, and they explain uh, what happened with Trevor a little bit more in depth. Um, lots of lots of really cool shit there. And then we have the May scene in the bamboo. They go through that. Trevor's saying, <laughs> stay in the pocket, stay in the pocket. Katie's like, what the fuck is the pocket? And he's like, I don't know, just stay in the pocket. <laughs> and then Morris is giving directions. It is fucking beautiful. They get to the village. And this village has some of the most beautiful visual effects, beautiful artwork in this fucking village. Ever. The creature design... Mm -hmm. The creature design. The creature design? Incredible. The creature design. Okay? Like this. Creature design. Creature design. It was insane. Design. Oh my god. The 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 lions, the 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 nine-tailed foxes, the all of it. Yeah. All of it together. The, the, nine tailed. The 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 outfit artistry, like the 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 costume design was fucking beautiful. Shishi. Thank you, Xander. Um it mm -hmm. was outstanding seeing this for the first time right did you were you guys in the same boat with me where like they had that opening the two phoenixes fly in the air and you were like oh shit this is it and you know what that yeah. remind me of what hollow earth from uh Godzilla Kong versus Godzilla. Kong. yeah 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 same 
same. Yeah, and it was beautiful. It was a, it was a dope moment. Both of those were dope moments. Honestly, I I I thought they handled it really really well going into the introduction of the village. But most importantly, the introduction to the people of the village. Most importantly, though, Shang Chi's aunt played by Michelle Yeoh, the queen Yo. of martial arts movies, the star of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, is still alive and kicking still doing the motherfucking thing is no longer a ravager in guardians. Uh, it's just been killing it, killing it. And now she is in this playing as Shang-Chi's auntie. They go through an entire sort of like training montage talking about how to defend the village from the 10 rings. Cause they know that they're going to attack. Shang-Chi gets a little bit of a lesson with his auntie Yingnan. Thank you, Xander, again. He's uh, giving me reminders as we go. I appreciate Xander. You're the best. Um, we get an entire little training montage between him and Katie. Katie learning how to shoot a bow. Um, even Shai Ling gets the fucking kunai on the rope made of an entire fucking dragon scale, which is one of the dopest things on the planet. Uh, we get that scene. Oh, my God. All of it put together. <laughs> so it was one of the best training montages ever in and it wasn't even really like a training montage. It was like very fast, like simplistic training montage. And that's mm -hmm. all we needed. We didn't need like a whole like, <laughs> oh, the 10 rings are me here. Okay, let's take six weeks to train. <laughs> I'm glad they did not handle right. it that way. Um, but with that said, we get the attack of the 10 ring. The 10 rings comes and attacks the village and the massive battle ensues. Shang-Chi. Fights Wenwu for a little bit. Wenwu wins, knocking Shang-Chi into the water. Dude, okay, I want to pause here, actually, really quick. This standoff between Shang and his dad inside is the, it was, was like the pinnacle of the climax of them having that tension coming out with each other because, you know, oh, I've been waiting to watch him beat the shit out of his dad for about an hour and a half now. I'm fucking in. Let's yeah. go, dude. And just the, the way that they handle that conversation was so i was hot i was hot i was like "Ooh, y'all are killing it y'all are making me angry just thinking about it you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it, is, it is wild when will beats his ass throws him in the water and uh said just throw him in the water oh yeah he straight He's... up punches him <sighs> and shang chi flies through the water and they he has a moses moment where it mm -hmm. separates mm -hmm. the water mm -hmm. and everything yep. like that like if if that wasn't Shang Chi, and if he was not wearing a dragon scale, um, you know armor, armor shirt, yeah, 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 he would have been dead. He would have been obliterated. It. His torso would have blown out. He just like straight up blasted a million pieces. Like, yeah, that was nutty. Oh, um, dude. Oh. Following up to this moment when they have the standoff when the Ten Rings get there, mm -hmm. um when they're fighting and there's the regular peons and they're like literally sitting there trying to hit one of the lions over and over and it like looks at him it's like seriously and just like backhands so, it thought, yeah just, dude like, that was fun. so funny that's like a hulk like loki moment almost <laughs> yeah. or like like you remember like hulk and thor at the like in avengers when they're like are you guys done fighting now and they're like yeah yeah we're good and hulk just gets like, <laughs> one last punch in on thor you know um, <laughs> Dude, it was yeah. it, oh my god. They they handled the the like animals being a part of the fight very nicely because mm -hmm. they like I was hoping 
I was really, really hoping they would not have all the animals in it because obviously not all those animals are going to be defending this fucking village. Like they're not, they're not all <laughs> massive animals like the Shishi lions were. Like, but they handled the Shishi lions defending the village perfectly because I think Devin uh, mentioned this at some point uh, to me was like how cool it was that the lions were just swatting shit around in a way that like was very visceral and very violent. But then they would like soften up for a moment. Yeah. They'd have a little cute little soft moment for a second, and it was just like, dude, like they like they they handled the creature design surprisingly well in this. I yeah. I gotta ride. That they had whole you. personalities. Like they weren't just they weren't just furniture in the fight scenes. Yes. They weren't just furniture in the city. They were creatures with emotions and purpose and they were invested in their home Mm -hmm. being protected and they all had a vital role in that even the ones that weren't fighting like everybody had a role and they knew that and they did it and that yeah so so good uh we get a part here after when wu blasts shang chi through the damn water um he then hears the voice again sees the doorway with the dragon scale door on the front of it and fucking weirdly like booster shoots himself into the sky across the fucking lake (laughs) in one of the coolest fashions uses his hands like fucking mega man just blasting over the lake in front of the door um and then we get the very beautiful beautiful scene of the dragon meeting up with shang inside the lake and that slow-mo pan of Shang drowning and sinking and sinking and sinking and then big old dragon boy big old slinky boy <laughs> comes out of nowhere it's like slinky boy. you gotta wake the fuck up dude and Sean's like because he's underwater you can't speak right yeah. but the great protector dragon is like brah like what the fuck's going on, my dude? Like <laughs> you gotta get it. In that moment, <laughs> someone got all the dragon balls and was like, "I do not mm. want Shang Chi to die. Save mm. him." Please. I'm saying, I'm saying, bro, he's, he's fucking out there. Anyways, when we starts punching at the door, a bunch of weird, creepy, fucking demon bat things come flying out and start attacking the village. We get a very funny scene of uh, the Ten Ring soldiers in there, the cronies in there fighting the villagers, and uh. They they are getting they're having this engagement and then the bats are coming. The villagers trying to explain to them, you need to stop. Like this is no longer about us. And Razor Fist is now involved where he's like, Oh, shut the fuck up, you know, basically. And the bats come, the bats slaughter two of their soldiers. He's like, Okay, let's team up. Like <laughs> not, I, not just one of their soldiers, the death dealer. Ah, they yeah, kill the, the death, death dealer specifically. The that's death right. Dealer. And it, that's when right. That happens. That's when. That's when uh, Razor Fist looks on. He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we we have a part. Oh, that, go ahead. Go ahead, Genesee. He he didn't just say okay. Yeah, we'll fight him with you. He was like, he said exactly what she had said. Oh, that's and right. He's like, like, maybe we should team up. Like like something like that. He's just yeah. like. And I was like. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah dude. And you then we should have, die for that. And then we have the little scene of them lined up on the beach, ready to fight the bats. 
like the little soul sucker demons and he's like switching out his sword for like one of the dragon scale swords and it's one of the funniest mm-hmm. little things where he just like plugs it in and you're like oh okay okay that's kind of hype that's kind of hype I, I that was very guy. cool um anyways as xander mentions in the chat uh shang is saved by the great protector dragon using air bubbles underwater that the air dry, the protector dragon is blowing through his beautiful dragon scaly slinky boy nose um and uh keeps him from drowning so he wakes shang and shang having a weird like sort of emotional awakening in the midst of this uh jumps out of the water and confronts his father once more in front of the demon door um and in the midst of fighting his father we get a fucking amazing fight scene between shang and wenwu and essentially giving us this transition of power between the 10 rings from his dad to him. And Mm -hmm. this fight was so beautifully done. So beautifully done from front to freaking back. Oh my God. It was beautiful. The way the lighting, the whole like color exchange and how like when Sean gets it, it turns red. But when his dad gets it, it turns blue and they were like switching back and forth and like, Oh, it was so freaking cool. It was so cool, dude. Um, anyways, at the end of this fight, Chong has in, is in a position where he could very easily kill his dad, and he doesn't. Um, instead, we have a moment where a giant fucking dragon <laughs> comes crashing out from this demon door, and you basically find out that there's a giant... Dragon tentacle leg fucking thing that's flying around looks like a giant version of the little soul sucker bat dudes, and now we're all fucked. And it immediately starts flying towards the village. And in desperation, Sean's like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" And then the great fucking protector dragon comes out of the lake like a total fucking badass, and boom, we got a fucking kaiju fight. Let's fucking go. Xander said it exactly spawn on. We got ourselves a kaiju fight with people involved directly involved and it is one of the most video game ass fucking final act fight things i feel like i've ever fucking seen short of an actual video game movie like this shit was bonkers oh my god it was so good it reminds me of like a god of war like a timed button uh like interaction Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. like final fantasy 15 when you fight the leviathan in Mm -hmm. final fantasy 15 yep yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dude, like it was it was it was like every major part of Final Fantasy Advent Children smashed into one like like mm-hmm. cool fucking action thing. Like dude, Chung Chi rides the fucking protector dragon. Are you kidding me? He rides up and Shiling and Shiling is right the riding on the 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 head of the great oh my god it was so beautiful one thing i do want to take a step back though there is one moment that that i want to actually like sort of bring up to you guys and kind of loosely hear your thoughts on there's a moment where uh uh shang chi jumps onto the dragon's head and it's the first moment that Ling and shang see each other and she sees that shang has the rings on his arm her assumption is I think up to interpretation because either she is saying, Oh cool. You got them. I got respect for you. Or she's saying, I think you killed dad and we'll figure this out later sort of thing, because there's something bigger, obviously going on here. 
right now. What do you guys think? What is your, what were your interpretations? What did it hit of for you? Genesee, let's start with you real quick. I think so earlier I was talking about my mixed feelings about, about her and her position with um, Shang-Chi. And I think that part of what that is, is I think that something that was very, very clear from the very beginning is that she was very resentful of him because he was trained and she was not right. Yeah. Um, her father and of course for for him for Zhang that was such a burden you know like he didn't want to be trained he was forced to be turned into a killer but for her she never got the opportunity it was never a question um so i think that that's really important because that for me is like we got we were obviously getting shang chi's origin story but we also got the sisters and yeah. so I actually have a big prediction kind of based off of this moment. I don't really think it was either of those. I think what it is, is she wants the rings for herself because she has always been resentful of him being the obvious choice for the rings because he's a man. Um, and then, of course, at the end, we have that whole thing. So my prediction is that in the next Shang-Chi movie, she is going to be the villain and she's going after them rings. I don't know if this was the spot for that, but I put it in there. No, 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 so for sure, for sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Devin, what was your beat on this? What would what, you think about the scene? I think she was surprised that he got the rings from her oh, father. Okay. Yeah, I think she was more so surprised because in her head, her father was, you know, unbeatable. I, Unstoppable, you know? yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. he's a thousand years old. Um, So I think that just pondered the question to her. Um, are they more easily obtainable than she thought originally? Ooh, that's a good take. I like that. So there's that. Um, and there is probably there is probably a part of her that might think that he did kill their father. You know, as much as they hated him, you know, she that's that's still, you know, going to be driving a wedge in the family right there. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyways. Is <laughs> he <laughs> uh, dead? Oh yeah, when Wu? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. His, his, his soul got dead. sucked. He's super his dead. soul got he's sucked. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. soul sucky duck. I already forgot. As as yeah. one as one cabal in uh 2021's Mortal Kombat would say, he's getting his soul sucked. I love when he when he sucks souls. You said it wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't oh, my, he's getting his soul sucked. Oh, I love it. When he no, no. Ca souls. Ca Cabal, Cabal was the uh, the Jersey accent. Guy. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Where he's like, he's getting that's his right. soul. You see that? He's getting his soul sucked. I, f I love when he sucks souls. Like, he says some stupid shit like that. I was like, oh, God, why do they have to do that, dude? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. It was. It I was... have zero context for what that was about. So it was. That I know. Was I know. That was, that was between us. That was fine. <laughs> Thank you. It was a very Thank weird, you. awkward moment that they did not have to have in a movie. That was already kind of weird and awkward as it is. I, too, like to have my soul sucked. Anyways, um, we uh, we. <laughs> I don't think that's called a soul or no. <laughs> sure it is. Uh, <laughs> I hate it here. We can't, we can't put you love us, Devin, don't lie to me. We can't possibly get worse than what happened during the Loki incident. I don't think we could ever Which get one? worse than the Which thing. That, I mean, the whole episode was an incident. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. The whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what, what, what happened? 
Uh, They're never going to let us in the crocodile exhibit ever again. (laughs) Listen, listen. If it keeps us from getting endorsements, we don't want those endorsements anyways. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If you have a problem with weird alligator masturbation jokes, you don't belong here. (laughs) That's fair. That is fair. And in a weird way, that's exactly what I'm talking about now. Because here, we have two giant dragon fucking things fighting each other for a good, like, 25 fucking minutes during this part. One of the most hyped 25 fucking minutes ever of these two dragons fighting. There's even a part mm-hmm. where the uh, the the dweller dragon, as, as, as they sort of call it, it was the dweller in the dark or whatever, um, actually physically grabs the protector dragon and starts sucking its soul from its mouth. Which was, which was which was hot. It was hot. It was. was like, it it was looked like a bird yeah. feeding a baby bird. <laughs> I was. I was like, <laughs> that's eh, not eh, my eh. take. Yeah, it wasn't my take either, Genesee. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he was like, ah, so, and it I was, was like, just oh, like, yo, I'm gonna oh. spit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this show just took no. a turn. Anyways, no. <laughs> these two fight each no, other for a little bit. We have one of the dopest fucking scenes where Shang-Chi is basically falling from the fucking sky with the rings about to just blast straight through the fucking stomach of this dragon thing. And it happens. Oh, the fight was so dope. The fight was so dope. Before this happens, though. Yes. As yes. the soul is being sucked out of the uh, green slinky. Yeah. <laughs> slinky boy. Slinky boy. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> musters up the strength and the precision to shoot an arrow from the village across the lake and hit the Dark Dweller right in the throat to Oh, stop. Katie, that's right. One said soul sucking. Give credit where it's due, good sir. Yes, that's right. Sorry. I was, I was so focused on, on the sucking of the souls, I almost forgot that uh, Katie kind of goes in uh, goes in raw herself, one would say. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> just, oh. just, rah, just goes in there with a bear fucking arrow straight to the throat of the uh of the of the dweller in the dark. Um he blocked weird, that's something the dark dweller. Mm. The yeah. dark dweller, he dwells in there, the dark. I feel like I feel like that's something that we should touch on is that like we talked about the training sequence, right? And it felt like it was it was absolutely the most appropriate length of time. But what felt really interesting about it was that everyone except Katie and um, what's his face? The dude who talks to the animals Trevor's without a face. Yeah. Um, Trevor. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Morris. And Morris. I can't I'd, I'd argue that maybe Morris. Is yeah. Too. Morris. Yeah. Morris. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, they're the only two that are not trained for this. Right. Yep. Um, everyone else has some sort of training and obviously like Shang-Chi is getting new skills um, and like the sister is finally being allowed to train with other people but um, Katie really just came out here and was like hey I I have never touched a bow in my life but we're going for it (laughs) Um, and she was a natural right she was we kind of saw that which is something that in the in the MCU we've seen before Right. Like we we have talked about like people being very natural um, in terms of the art of, of archery, you know, um, and we're going to have a whole show about that coming soon. Um, so I thought Ooh. something that I thought was 
Exactly. Thank you. I have it written down. That's a prediction, motherfuckers. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was so loud. Oh, Genesis going in. Oh, wow. All right. Now Genesis going in wrong. We're just all. Oh, wow. We are on it. Wow. I don't know what happened. We we hit about an hour fifteen, and we just said fuck it. <laughs> last time last time it was like 20 minutes and we were like low-key masturbation hey, we're, we're doing we're, we're doing pretty good all things considered tonight we're doing great we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing... improving Shut obviously my. our 12 step <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. so yeah so i i absolutely think that um first of all there's just a general note of like i think that they balanced that really well and that at, something that marvel is getting better with over time is like actually having characters be as powerful as they should be. We saw that with Captain Marvel. I think that was really the first time they did it, where the character was exactly as powerful as it should be, and the fight scene went exactly as it should. They had her going up against, like, five different people, and she was kicking ass. She was not struggling. Captain Marvel is not someone who should struggle in a fight. Same with Shang-Chi, is that there should be a certain level of struggle, but he is incredibly powerful, incredibly strong. And if you showed anything else, it would not be true to who he is as a character. Mm, um, mm, mm. And all of that felt very true in it. Um, and I loved that. I think that Marvel's getting a lot better at that. They also, like, the match between, like, the two dragon-like characters and then, like, the magical c creatures fighting the human, etc. army... Um, yes, yes. felt very well matched. That felt very well matched. And the length of, and like the, the types of like moves that everybody was doing and the type, like the extent to which people were being injured or were being like pushed down felt appropriate. Um, even just with Shang-Chi and his dad, that made a lot of sense that his do his dad would be able to knock him on his ass because he's been fighting for a thousand years and yes. has been skilled with the rings for a thousand years. Yes. Very um, nice. And then it made sense that Shang-Chi was able to take the rings from his father because there was something that was, they kind of, they didn't, I feel like they didn't explicitly talk about it, but throughout the movie, there was this kind of undertone of language of being deserving of the rings. And we saw his father over and over and over again, not being deserving of the power of the rings. Yeah. And so you saw the rings, like, Chung-Chi didn't take them. His father didn't give them to them. The rings chose him. Yeah. And, and it's interesting right. that you bring that up because it's like, uh, sorry, I, I don't know if I interrupted or not. Um, no, the, the, that's it. I'll, I will get back to my Katie point. Oh, that's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, it's, it's just interesting because they, they, they talk a lot about worthiness in the MCU. Right. Like, that's a pretty reoccurring theme, I feel like, in, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And like and how they play with that is so interesting because I don't feel like we ever get tired of it. And I don't well, feel like I ever will get tired of it. You know? I think the most hype moment in all of Marvel, regardless of how good you think any movie is, is when Cap puts yes. his hand out. Gets his hammer. I knew oh, it! Right there. And yes. then Star's like, I knew it! <laughs> yes. And that just yes. falls back to Age of Ultron when he's like, and he goes to pick it up and he yep. moves a little bit. He's like, ah. And the way he's like, ah. The way Chris went ahead and jumped his way. He's like, ah. Because he was stressed. <laughs> so, so, wait. 
So funny. So damn funny. With that said, let's kind of get to the end of things here. We see a part where Trevor is lying on the ground and Morris thinks that Trevor is dead. Very sweet, heartfelt moment. And then he wakes up and says, it's acting, you fool. Join me. And then he's down with them. It's very like, cute. Right. Little like play dead sort of thing. It was fucking adorable. Anyways, go have an entire outro of the the dragon and uh they talk about remembering they're dead they have an entire funeral ceremony at the village and then it moves to a scene um when they are back to dinner with their weird judgmental friend and they're explaining the adventure that they just went on and and as they're given Shang and Katie slack saying what kind of proof do you have? And they're like, oh, we don't really have any. A fucking wonderful portal opens behind them with the king himself, Wong. Okay, one Benedict Wong <laughs> comes marching out saying, I'm looking for Shang-Chi. <laughs> and you get a very funny, like, that's me moment <laughs> from the table. Uh, and as they're yeah. all in dismay, I was dying where he was like, I'll, I'll Venmo you for the drinks. It was like one of the, <laughs> the funniest fucking moments there. And everybody in the restaurant is just like, <laughs> they just stop because what, I'm what, sure all of them could me? overhear the conversation. They're like, Oh no, there's no fucking way. Right. Yeah. These two are fucking well, idiots. Right. Yeah. That, and I took it. I took that moment more as like when the whole restaurant responded is that they they did a wonderful job in this movie of like setting the scene for like the world around them. There were so many like random posters about this, about the blip. And all that stuff, right? Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. When, yeah, when they're walking into the apartments, everything, it's everywhere. So I'm sure that these people are just chilling in this bar, having a drink, casual, like, Wednesday night, and they think that they're in the middle of the next attack. Mm-hmm. You know? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, we just caught caught in an Avengers movie. Fuck. Everybody get out. <laughs> yeah, like, everybody needs to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this what we trained for? Is this the, the videos that we watched at work? Is this what they were talking about? Like, ima- like, imagine living in this universe. Like, instead of having fire drills, they would be having, like, like alien Hero attack drills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or, like... If you see an Avenger, run away! <laughs> maybe, maybe they all look so polarized because they also found out they're like, wait, I saw that guy on YouTube, Busboy. <laughs> oh, Busboy. That's right. That's true, dude. Xander says blip drills. I like that. Blip drills. Blip, blip drills. drills. That yes. Good. That's a good Half one. The people, like 50% of the class comes out with uh, um, a freaking broom and dustpan. Oh. oh. Too soon. Too soon. Oh, come on, man. That was too soon. <laughs> oh that's rough dude oh that's rough i, I don't, don't, I don't want to i'm so sorry mr star i don't want to oh you son of a bitch <laughs> i'm dead oh my, my heart. heart my Actually, heart tony's dead my heart oh <laughs> it's a mess oh damn it anyways they go to the Sanctum with Wong. We get to the end of the movie. And then we have a uh, mid credit scene uh, showing Wong and Shang and Katie talking about the rings alongside one Bruce Banner and Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel um, and Hulk. Um, 
Now, what's interesting here, we all, we obviously. Devin. <laughs> I mean, Devin's, he's being for it. He's, re he's, he's ready to yeah, go. He's wrapping it up. He's wrapping it up. Devin, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I just just um, now that we're talking about Bruce Banner and uh, Carol Danvers, you know, uh, you know, Hulk and Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Two things I thought that was interesting. Timeline. This is after Endgame, of course. They talk about the blip. Yes. We don't know exactly how long after. Right. But Bruce Banner is now human form again. And he's yeah, still wearing a sling a on his right shoulder. arm. Like he's still what? wearing a sling on his right arm. And Carol Danvers has long hair again. Yes. Yes. Two things. I just want to put that up. Continue. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Now, Carol Danvers, we could argue that because time moves differently in space, that's, you know, right. she could be out there for much longer than what it feels like on Earth 616. But what I found interesting is that Bruce was wearing this weird, like, bracelet device on his other hand. And I'm curious as to whether or not that is potentially keeping the Hulk thing at bay for right now until he maybe finds it like maybe that is actually more important than they're even really letting off because he doesn't they don't acknowledge it at all. It literally just shows him like fumbling with his his arm sling with that hand. And on that hand, he has that bracelet. It was like blinking with a light thing on it. <clears throat> and I was like, ooh, that might be important later on. Go ahead. Which there are the rumors that uh, that there might be a new Hulk movie and they might be uh, pulling it from the World Breaker Hulk where he turns back into more of a primal Hulk. Yeah. Because be. of him going back and forth and, and tampering with yeah. it. Um, Sanders says, tap me movie. in, coach. Je Genesee, what was that? What'd you say? We haven't had a Hulk movie in like forever. Yep, they right? weren't allowed to do it because Universal had the rights, but they over the oh. uh, last couple of years they got the rights back from Universal. They were allowed to use the character, but not make the movies. Yeah, so, right. But okay, they do have sense. those rights again. I believe that was Good. part of the Fox acquisition. They might have uh, that. snuck that one in there with it. Yeah, Xander says, "Tap me in, coach." Oh, tap tap you in. Tap you in. No. What does that mean? Uh -oh. Yeah, I think uh -oh. he wants to join in here and Xander, say something. Here, let me, let me, let me, let me. Make sure it's ready. Yeah, yeah, Xander, you you are good to go whenever you are. Yeah, good yeah. To go, my guy. You're tapped we, in. We, 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 we got to be hurry though. We want to try to cut this tap, off in tap, about fifteen. Tap. Oh, Xander is in. What's happening, Xander? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? All right, so happening? okay, hit us, hit us with it. Hear, hear me out, dude. Uh, so, dude, <laughs> dude, what what do we know so far? Uh, it, we're all caught up with everything, right? We have Have you guys watched the latest uh, What If? Because it's going to touch on that a little. I bit. have not. I have not. I haven't. I have not. Oh, wait, okay. I'll 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 ixnay, I'll ixnay that portion. That one. Um, so, mm -hmm. <clears throat> what we know so far is that everything is kind of revolving around these multiversal, universal breaking events happening pretty much right around the same time. Uh, we've seen it where people are syncing the ending of WandaVision with the ending of Loki. Uh, we have potentially uh, this moment in No Way Home happening roughly around the same time, as well as with Shang-Chi destroying the Dweller in the Dark. Um, these are all potentially multiversal collapsing events all happening all at once. Um I want to know what you guys think about this. I, I, and if I this could lead agree. into what we may see in Eternals. Yeah, I actually agree mm -hmm. with you on that 
in a sense because I actually was kind of talking to Ernell about this the other day that I feel like uh, No Way Home and um, Shang-Chi might be taking place around the same time because mm-hmm. we already know that Far From Home is like what six months after three the snap? months three months three months three yeah. months three after months. the snap do you th- do you think we're a year past the snap now with them being so lax about it I, w- in I don't I'm not entirely sure. I mean, there's nothing to solidify that, like, factually mm-hmm. I all. think that's, yeah. That's a good estimation, though, because Falcon was about, what, six months? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right? Or eight months? The reason yeah, I so bring this like up that. is, so we're touching on the post credit scene with the the rings, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I have this gut feeling that they are going to completely change the origin that, uh... That, that it comes from an ancient alien McLuhan technology, uh, which was Fing Fang Foom. Yes. Uh, I believe they are going to tie this to Eternals like the based TV on analogy. the fact that Carol Danvers has no recollection of this type of technology and she's been around, she, she, she been around the block. Uh, and, and Bruce Banner, same, arguably same. one of the smartest scientists on MCU's earth currently. Mm-hmm. I think they are going to try and t- uh, tie this to Eternals based on the fact that they said that this is much more ancient than even a thousand years. This is this is this is who who knows beginning of time even <coughs> Eternals. That's yeah, my no, that that's my sense. two cents. Uh, now, also another thing to take note in the trailer for No Way Home, it does show Wong leaving uh, Doctor Strange yeah. at the Sanctum. And he has a ton of luggage with him and bags. And he tells Dr. Strange, you know, don't do the spell. I have to go. And he disappears. And then mm-hmm. in Shang-Chi, we see him, you know, back in the library at the temple and everything. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I wonder if Wong had to go back to uh, the temple. And this might even be a little bit after Spider-Man No Way Home. Like just a little bit, you know. Does he not because have okay, access so, to it from the New York Sanctum anymore, though? I don't know, but he's in the temple in Shang-Chi. In the yes, library. yes, yes. Like, that is definitely the library at the... G- Genesee, yeah. what, what were you going to say? So we're getting into predictions now, right? That's what we're doing? I think, I think essentially, happening. yeah. We can kind of move into this, okay. this for the last, like, ten minutes here, so... Devin, um... I feel like you're actually like inching right near a prediction that I have that I think Shang-Chi and or Katie are going to be in Doctor Strange or Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, for sure. Um, Either like both of them or or one of them, Um, because I think that the the, 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 because I think that obviously they're going to interact more with Doctor Strange. And I think that's really what they set it up for. So I feel like what you're touching on is that there are like these kind of parallels happening is that like while Doctor Strange is dealing with Spider-Man, Wong is out here dealing with Shang-Chi and whatever's going on with him. Um, And I have a feeling that what we see in Spider-Man No Way Home is going to converge in the next Doctor Strange movie when we're also going to have Wanda, right? Yeah. With the the, um, book thing that I'm forgetting the name of. Um, So I think it's going to be Darkhold. Yes. Yeah. 
I think shit's going to go down. I also think, kind of tangentially, uh, prediction-wise, Katie, they're going to build more on her um, archery thing. I think it has to happen. Mm. I think that she's going to go into a full training mode where she like gets her archery shit together and she's like, hey, uh, my best friend is a full-on superhero now. I'm going to be around. I'm sticking through this, so I need to beef up. And I think that they're going to do that in Hawkeye. I yeah, think she's going to be in Hawkeye. Cool. Um, I just kind of had an epiphany. So Xander, going on uh, your prediction about it being based off of Eternals technology for the Ten Rings. Trash. Um, Trash prediction. I just thought about this. So (laughs) in the trailer for Eternals, they talk about the emergence, right? Correct. They talk about how the the snap of the fingers, how they happened so many times over the years with the Infinity Stones, how that released so much cosmic energy, it kind of like jump-started the celestial that is inside Earth. What if the way that Shang-Chi used the um, the Ten Rings was like the last bit of juice they needed of cosmic energy for the Celestial, for the emergence? So I'm thinking that could that could very well be it. Uh, but what I'm thinking is I think so we're getting the Eternals next and then Spider-Man, correct? Yep. Yes. I think that all these multiversal cosmic events, including the snap, I think it's all like a big domino effect. I don't think we're actually going to get to the emergence just yet in Eternals. I think that is a very big potential threat that they're going to potentially put at bay for a little bit. And I think by the time No Way Home hits... That's when things start crumbling down, sure. giving us the multiverse sure. of madness. Okay. Okay. That's like the last straw, uh, in a sense, mm-hmm. of all the timeline yeah. branches and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Multiverse of madness. I mean, that makes sense. One could say what Wanda unleashes, which hypothetically speaking, because she's studying the Darkhold, she can make that tear in the multiverse Mephisto. right at the beginning. Mephisto. Yeah. Yeah, it's, can it, can, since you said that, can we touch on how we all thought of Mephisto for a second? Yeah, dude, we were so convinced yep. it was Mephisto, yeah. dude. God yeah. damn it! I was like, I was like, they're gonna use Shang Chi to introduce Mephisto. What? I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it would it would have been pretty cool. It would have been pretty cool. I was still kind of happy with the the uh, the the soul sucky boy. Um, I was I was yeah. I was fine with him. I was fine with him. You know. Um, yeah. I, I guess as far as De- Devin, would you say that that's kind of your prediction? Would you say that's your prediction for this? Uh, what what part? The uh, the Eternals thing? The yeah, for like Shang Chi being applied and the Ten Rings being applied in the greater MCU. Like, what what do you expect on that? That I, that, that would make sense because Marvel does have a tendency to kind of change things a little bit for for their you know multiverse. Sure, um, sure, their universe. Um, so. I, I could see it, and um, if you think about it, the coloring of the rings and everything, and just, like, the the textures and stuff like that, now think about the spaceship from Eternals. That, it, it, it does have very it, Celestials design work that's yeah. like on the rings, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and, and just how powerful the rings are, just as an item, just alone. It, it yeah. could be a Celestial, you know, and weapon, or whatever it is you yeah, know yeah 
Yeah, that's fair. I guess I guess really like the only prediction I'd be able to make at all based mm. on this really that we haven't really just discussed a thousand times over on this damn show uh, would I I don't know if I can buy that they will just toss away the Mokluans so easily. I think the Mokluans are going to be like the opposing side of the Deviants. I feel like that is not the Eternals. I feel like the Eternals are kind of just be like a separate thing that are more like universal wide while the Mokluans are sort of like minding their own fucking business out in space. And, mm-hmm. and Genesee, do you know who the Mokluans are? No. Okay, so the Mokluans are the... I was al- writing it down to Google it. No, it's okay. The, Mo- the Mokluans are an alien dragon race that created the Ten Rings in the comics. Got it. So the ten, okay. the ten rings are actually pieces of a spaceship that landed on Earth that was from the Makluan race that when Wu, technically he's not called when Wu in the comics, mm-hmm. uh, when Wu went and found, killed the pilot, and stole the rings out of a part of the machine in the engine of the spaceship. And the alien that he killed that he took it from begged him not to do it because he knew it would be too powerful. Um, <clears throat> so that, you know, with that said... We start talking about greater universal shit, which is what Xander is sort of trying to explain is like having that on top of this, on top of that, on top of this, on top of me getting my soul sucked uh, is is all just sort of like compiled. <laughs> Welcome to the I was waiting for it. <laughs> all kind of just stacks on top of each other. I think, yeah, I think I think they do still have room in the MCU for the Makla ones. I think they're going to put it in a position where Fin Fang Foom is the only one left, though. Um, yeah. And that, that's going to kind of like be their bridge when they introduce that. I don't know. I would assume it would, if anything would fit best in the Eternals movie, but you know, they, they might talk about I them. I feel, I feel like, I feel like it might be too much. It. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, if we're going to talk too like... much, let's talk about fucking the next Spider-Man <laughs> movie and how there's fucking 19 things happening in that goddamn movie. Which, already. By the way, <laughs> I actually found some, some, potential news on no way home from my normal Instagram source that I have to translate from Portuguese, but, uh, (laughs) 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 Um, but apparently it comes from a very reliable source and that, uh, yeah. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to just go like on a wild tangent on no way home, but it is much more wild if these are true, it is much more wild than we could even imagine just j- just based on what we know so far to be confirmed. Well, uh, maybe, I'll just leave it at that. Maybe, maybe you should we tell can me. speculate <laughs> just think, a little bit more yeah. as we come to the end of the episode, because this has been the Good Kraken <laughs> Podcast, a show for nerdy marginalized peoples, giving you the video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoy the show, support us by subscribing below, going to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in the About section of our Twitch page and clicking that bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Hit us in the comments with what you guys think is going to happen in the MCU, please, we want to hear from you guys. Reply to us. Give us those tweets. Give us those comments. All that good stuff. Let us know what you think is going on. Let us know how you like Shang-Chi. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. And <laughs> suck in his soul. <laughs> Welcome to the circus. I love when he's sucking yeah. his soul. <laughs> so